0: Hello everyone. Welcome back. First, I just want to take the time to say how thankful I am for all of you that listen. And uh, I just can't believe how long we've been doing these episodes and it's just been like so awesome to continue this talk, you know, about how like we can be better as beauty professionals. How can we keep growing? And I just, I really have been enjoying it and I just wanted to say how thankful I am for all of you guys. It's, It's been incredible. So today we are going to bring Michael Cole back on and continue talking about the client experience because he has some really good tools for you guys to use. So I think, you know, again, like really listen to what works for you. You know, everyone has ideas. Everyone has things that work for them. You just have to find what works best for you. And that is going to look different for everyone. And that's okay. That's totally okay. We talk about these things just to give you these ideas, just to kind of, inspire you and maybe spike something else that you were thinking and you're going to take this into a completely like different direction and you have this brilliant idea. So if these things that we keep sharing on here are actually like really helping you in your business or like it actually inspired you to do something different than what we've been talking about, I would love to know. So please share with me your feedback. I just I'm dying to know if you guys you know really enjoy um, utilizing these tools in your in your business, in your beauty professional atmosphere, your your room that you're in the aesthetics room, um, you know, like behind the chair are you an assistant? Are you in school? Like, tell me all about how these things have been really helping you. I would love to know. And again, I just wanted to say thank you so much. Um, So we're going to continue talking about that client experience. If you haven't listened to episode 22, it's totally okay. You're not going to be lost or anything like that, but it will be helpful to go back and listen to episode 22 as well. I think both give you different ideas and both kind of speak the same language. So uh, it all kind of ties together. So listen in. I hope that you enjoy it and have a great day.
1: Yes. So, all right. So let's go into what you feel service providers should be doing right now in their business, no matter where they're at, if they've been doing, you know, they've been doing services for a long time, they've been in the industry for a long time, or they're just starting out. How does one continue to grow their retention and referral part of their business?
2: Right, right. Well, I just want to kind of stand on the shoulders a little bit of the last conversation we had, Ashley, because one of the things that uh, the words that we really built the uh, our conversation around was experience, you know, client mm-hmm. experience. And uh, the i have now since chatting with you since then have had an opportunity to really kind of continue to evolve the conversation where now I'm talking about it as a law, as a, a the law of experience.
1: Mm. And
2: uh, that, you know, uh, an experience, you cannot not have an experience. And that if we define experience in real simple language, that an experience is when somebody that you're serving has, for lack of a better term, an emotional episode
0: when they're with
2: you so you're engaging them in some sort of conversation you're 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 serving them they're they're engaged in a process and they're going to have emotions around that or we can call it an episode of emotions to the degree that those emotions are desirable and new and and fresh and surprising and and uh, entertaining and interesting Uh, that's, that's, I'm going to call that, that's, there's a lot of value there. It's something that is that the, a client not only remembers, but a client, when they go back to the world, uh, uses that, those, that emotional episode and talks about it
1: to,
2: uh, family and friends. So, so if, if that's what an experience is, the law of experience says, you cannot not have emotional episodes. So you know we're talking about anytime you're serving a client, the question is never did they have an experience it's to what kind of experience did they have oh, uh, yeah. And you know I think as a rule of thumb we we, we said that um, uh, the, the, the the to the degree that the experience is uh, delightful and surprising and exceeds the price that they pay to get the experience mm-hmm. you know we we would call that a value added experience there's value in that and that experience is valuable and and to the degree that the experience falls short of the of the price they pay to re that's called disappointment yeah. So it's a real simple but profound way of seeing this, and you're you're in a pickle if if you're struggling with you know providing value to your client that there's only two ways I'm gonna provide value. I either have to lean in and level up that experience, yeah. so that it's equal to or greater than the price my client is paying me to give them this experience, or I'm gonna need to lower the price
1: right and who wants
2: to do that yeah right i mean you know that your 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 narrative as well as mine is you know it's the 11th commandment thou shalt never lower the price in the name of raising value right Uh, if you if you want to raise the value level up the experience so Mm -hmm. so now we can we can go okay you you basically i Kind of sort of always known that but you're giving me a language and an awareness so now it comes back to your original question what is it that we can continue to do to level up the experience to get and value in a way that that experience is so amazing Mm -hmm. that the clients that have it want to come back to have it again and the clients that have it go out of their way to tell family and friends you need to go where I go, because I had an experience that I want you to have. So you know again, th- this is not front page news. We're just giving a new language, right? What's different today is, yes, there is we can have conversations all day long on what you're doing with your client in real time mm-hmm. when they're you're actually with them, and we've been having that conversation forever but there's there's other there's other experiences your clients are having of you Mm -hmm. whether you know it or not without being with you in actual time this is why social media is what social media is is that more and more whether it's repeat clients or people that are thinking about becoming your client they're now they got a brand new place that they can go to to have an experience <laughs> About, i love right? it right you're 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 yeah. giving your client an experience whenever somebody comes to your page whether you know it or not so the only question is are these experiences amazing yeah are they provocative do they provoke <laughs> curiosity and oh my god i yeah i i love this and and uh where they're going out of their way either to uh call you dm you uh, book with you online because uh they want to have the experience that they're having on your page they want to be in your hands and have it now and all of a sudden when you start having that conversation you get a new answer to why why you want to be put put more time effort priority in Branding yourself mm-hmm. on social media. One other thing, and then I'll be quiet and let you No, I respond. love it. It's so good. Like, you've heard this all the time. Branding. What's your brand? Uh, yeah, I'm branding myself. I want to grow my brand. Mm-hmm. Brand this, brand that. Well, what I say to people now is you're, when I say, what do you mean by brand? Like It's almost like when you ask the word experience, what do you need by experience? People are uh, uh, doing the same thing with brand well uh uh, uh uh and i'm saying brand your brand at any given period of time is the sum total of all the experiences that you're giving your clients so ah. to the degree that you're giving them lots of new and fresh and amazing experiences your brand is awesome you're growing your brand to the degree that the experiences your clients are having whether they're on your page with you in real time are less than um less than stellar, less than good. I'm saying you're you're not growing your brand at all. Your your brand is aging. Yeah. Your, your brand is becoming obsolete and all of a sudden like oh okay. Now when we use these words we just don't use them because we hear them being used. We really get the intention and the idea behind the word. Does that make sense? It
1: really does. Yeah. So would you say your brand is, is the service provider, like personality, like how it comes through on social media? Is it truly who they are and what they do?
2: I I love your question. When I go to anyone's social media pages and I, on any given day, I'm, I'm going to a number of them for one reason, what type of experience do I have mm-hmm. going to your page? Mm-hmm. And as I go, you know, hundreds and thousands of pages, I have hundreds and thousands of experiences. And I know, whoa, that the experience I just had as I was crawling your page mm-hmm. uh was it blew the sides off my brain box. It blew me away. I absolutely love your content. Why? Mm-hmm because the experience that i had when i went there was oh my god you're a jedi at what branding yourself yeah. uh and and so you uh, you know so you can go on a scale of 1 to 10 when i go to somebody's page what's my experience and then the bigger question is what would i need to see when i go to someone's page to have an off the charts experience and uh that that you know that's where my work is now to giving hairdressers a checklist, I I almost now sig them on pages of people that I follow. Because when you go to their page, you go, just go to Ashley's page, and just two minutes or less, just look at the grids, look at her stories, look at her highlights, look at her reels, and then tell me not so much just what you saw, Mm -hmm. but the experience that you have. And then it's like, oh my god because they're comparing what the experience they're having when they go to somebody else's page to the experience they're having when they're going to their own page the the first thing that a person going to your page that's never been to your page before mm-hmm. the very first thing that they're probably going to crawl are your grids so when you're using your grids or putting content on your grids you're 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 really conscious that this is really where my first time visitors Mm -hmm. uh that haven't become my clients yet that's the first thing they're going to see and probably what they're going to start swiping up on and touching so i really want to i want to you know whatever it is i'm Putting there, I I want the experience of looking at that to be oh my god, I mm-hmm. want to get my hair done by Ashley. I want to you know so so I I'm real careful about um, how much of your personal life you put on your grids. Um, now I'm not suggesting that you don't do any of it, but I'm saying that um, you know five percent. Yeah. If if you said I don't want to, I don't want to have more than five percent of my grids where I've got a picture of me, my my children, my pets, my vacations. You know that what I love to do because I feel like I want to give all of my guests a little piece of me. Great. If it's five percent, then you know that every twenty grids you'll have a picture of yourself, but you you won't you 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 won't have a picture. In between the 20 grids, <laughs> they need to know is okay. I'm, so I'm not going to have a personal picture, you know, every 20 grids, that would be great if that's my rule of thumb. Now, yeah. somebody would say, can, can I have 10%? Oh, sure. Okay. So now you're two out of 20. Okay. Right. But right. when you start going every other, or, you know, it's like, I'm again, I want to give my clients enough of my personal life to. And if I really want to show more, I can do that on my personal page and invite my some of my clients to my personal page, and they can look all day long at my yeah. personal life. But uh, yeah. this is when we when we're coming into a value added experience mm-hmm. on your Instagram or TikTok page. All of a sudden, like, how blown away am I going to be when I see a picture of your family? Uh, I think it's nice, but then let's get on to what you're branding yourself as and so then it's oh I want to brand myself as a higher-end modern transformational hair color balayage expert great then Mm -hmm. I want to see a lot of variations of balayage so I know that oh my god you know Ashley's a balayage jedi and uh I'm going to I'm going to take screen grabs of some of this content that i see because i'm going to dm that same content to her Mm -hmm. to go hey i just picked this is your work i picked it up on your grid here's a selfie of me and can can you do that you know can you can you give me that now that you and then all of a sudden now oh wow my brand is working Uh, uh uh i'm growing my brand so it and and as you start looking at I call them Instagram hair eyes. You go, whoa, now I know what Michael Cole is talking about when he says they're doing an awesome job at branding themselves Mm -hmm. on Instagram. And then ultimately, I'm gonna look at your numbers. I'm gonna say, let's look at your referral rate. How many referrals a month are you getting? And until it's double digit, meaning 10, 11, 12 or more, I'm saying there's some opportunities to lean in and level up
1: your brand, your experience. Wow. I love that you just said 10 or 12 a month. Yes,
2: yes. Now, the only exception to that rule would be I'm crammed, rammed, and jammed with repeat clientele. So uh, you couldn't, okay. you can't get, but then that's a whole different conversation. I'm saying you, right. you, you're so busy doing repeat clients, you don't have time to make money. Right, right, right. Cause, I'm gonna, Cause I'm gonna say, show me your average ticket. Well, it's running at 60 or $70. Oh, you're so busy doing hair. You have no time to make money because mm-hmm. in, until you're running at 120, a triple digit ticket, so I can always find a metric to that. teach you what to do, work on, and give you why I want you to do what I'm asking you to do. Uh, because I'm, I don't make stuff up. Yeah. Um, I, I just, I study this all day long, and I, and I really, you know what, know what hairdressers need to do. Having said that, if someone's, I just got done interviewing somebody uh, before I came on with you. She's forty-nine years old. Thirty years behind the chair. Mm. Uh, yeah, thirty years behind the chair because she started when she was nineteen, and she works three days a week, makes a hundred grand a year. You couldn't tell by going to her Instagram page that she's forty-nine years old. Wow. And and but but she has consciously said. I, you know, the whole conversation was around, I had to reimagine myself, reinvent myself, really lean in, level up. And I said, where did you learn how to create content like this on Instagram and how to post? And she said, all of the young people that Mm -hmm. are my associates, they are also tutoring me on what I need to learn to do on Instagram. So that I can I can be as much of a Jedi at branding myself at Instagram as I am at doing services behind a chair.
1: Yeah, I mean that's amazing. I feel like um, there's a lot of there's a lot of that generation that is starting to do that as well, humbling themselves and saying, you know what? These guys get it. They get how yeah. to work it. So I need to start talking with them and learn it for myself. Um so what I love what you said about the ticket and if your ticket price is this much and you have nowhere else to put your clients, but you're only still making this much. I want you to go back and like re-say everything that you just said, because I feel like that's so valuable. So if it's a $60 average ticket and they're not making enough, they, they want to make more money. What do you say to that person? Like, I have all the excuses in the in the book, but how do I make this well, I,
2: I might take them on a tour of uh, a, a page, an Instagram page of what I would call an Instagram hair Jedi, and I say, let's just look at the content and see if you can find any content in the grids that it, that you would say, oh, I, I, I have, I do that. Oh, great. Okay, so let's bring me back to um your your page and and so oh yeah oh yeah you do you know you, you do mm-hmm. have that so let me ask you a question what did you do to create that look how many services did you use well i did this and i did that and do you remember approximately what that ticket was oh yeah that was a 200 hundred dollar ticket right? You know, my yeah. problem is I don't do nearly as many of those types of people and those types of looks. And my so when you get done averaging out my tickets, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I'm under a 100 bucks. And all of a sudden, light bulbs go, I go, Oh, so I want to begin posting more of this kind of content on my page. I want to begin having conversations with my clients that are getting the, that that are getting those looks and making that kind of investment asking them for referrals i want to start having conversations with my clients that are in the 60 70 80 dollar range to tell them how i'm changing my brand i'm evolving my brand because i'm only 40 or 35 or 33 and that i see myself doing this another 10, 20 years. And I really want to, so I want to have a story around that. I want to start in, encouraging them to either uh, lean in and level up their investment, or let's have a conversation uh, about uh, other people, my working peers that I work with mm-hmm. that are really uh, doing, specializing in the kind of work that you, I've been giving you, because I'm just not going to be available that I, I want to, because this is where I'm going, I'm, I'm thinking ahead. Yeah. I'm going ahead because I was just having a conversation about this uh, this morning with a couple of my peers, where w- when you're 20 something, even 30 something, you want to see if you can project out in 10 or 20 years, you, you want to have options that are viable that you wouldn't have otherwise because otherwise you're going to get tired your hands are going to get achy and your back so you you don't you really want to be much much more intentional about how you brand yourself uh behind the chair otherwise you're going to get stuck like there's a lot of hairdressers that'll be listening to this now and go oh my god i've got so much work to do i'm almost overwhelmed because there's way too many of my clients that are just you know getting 60 70 80 dollar tickets and i need uh and it's like yeah i know but we gotta we start eating that elephant one bite at a time um so that you, the next 10 years can be way more different than if if you don't do this the next 10 years are going to be work as punishment for a crime i didn't commit you you're going to get tired just thinking about going to work
1: so so how does somebody stay consistent so like let's say that you they go through this whole checklist you have them go through everything they've really built this amazing referral consistency this this whole branding is right there i'm here and i'm doing it how do i stay consistent i
2: love it well this is where you we have to do it for ourselves ultimately, but I okay. would always heavily recommend don't try to do this by yourself. Okay. That, I love that you really want to subject yourself to a coach. Love Whether it. it's monthly because it it takes you need to be persistent. you need to be consistent you need to be persevering because there are going to be many days where you're going to feel tired and and there's going to be a fatigue that you know i just don't feel like doing this today and i want i just want to go back to what i call hobby hair day i'm just going to do some a today, kind of mindlessly engage in mindless conversation with my older repeat clients because, oh my God, it's so easy. And so to think about it. <laughs> yeah, I don't have to think about it. I, I can, I don't even have to ha- be present. Right. I can, I can be thinking about all the other problems in my life while I'm doing hair, but I can't d- be any of that if I'm going to be on my game. And today I just don't, and I'm saying, okay, if you need to give yourself every once in a while, a day of hobby hair, to catch your breath but without a coach it'll be a week right you'll be in it, and, and if you're in it for a week it's going to be so hard to pull yourself out of the hole so it it doing it every day persistently consistently perseveringly so the big question is who's coaching you so that you can be that way and on the days you're not to not allow you to stay in that mode Because if people allow you to, you will stay in the mode and you will
1: relapse. Yeah. Um, I'm sitting here thinking back to when I was behind the chair and I, I, there were days where you felt like you were on this highest of highs and you could sell everything and anything and life was just so easy and it was flowing. And then you would have, the next day would be completely different. And so- I feel as I am on this journey of being consistent in my own life, like with the things that you do, even, even though I'm not a service provider, but I, you know, anymore, but I just, I have this passion for them because I have felt that before I've had that feeling of I'm, I'm defeated. And, or I've had the feeling of, yeah, I get it, but I didn't know how to be consistent and I didn't know how to continue to to catch that high every day. And I think what you're doing is huge because it's just not, no one really talks about that part and no one really, um, you know, can put into words, this is what you need to do and you gotta do it or you're not gonna be successful at it. Right, And, and if you, you know, in addition to either, in addition
2: to a coach or in place of a coach, because for whatever reasons, you don't have access,
0: okay two right
2: i would say then plug into a squad be a member of a squad well what's a squad go and find one or two or three more of your peers that are ready to make this mm-hmm. commitment for themselves but they don't want to go off by themselves that, that that the squad you, you 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 encourage each other you help each other to hold yourself accountable. You, you, you intervene so people are not in a prolonged state of hobby hair mode. Yes. Right?
0: You're and right and,
2: on. and this is something that man, you don't want to look to management to do this for you. If 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 management can do something to support you, great. But you you really this has got to be so important to you that you're saying, and you go, well, give me another why okay you know how you want to just chill and be this you can do that when you're 50 yeah or 60 yeah and 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 so I'm like I'm 70 and if I want (laughs) to take a nap today I can or or I want to chill I can do that because my 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 active it's like but I did what I needed to do in my 20s 30s 40s 50s so that i could have the luxury but you don't want to be chilling out and in in, uh, complacency mode in in your 20s 30s and 40s you want to be kicking butt every single day so that you can afford to chill in your 50s and 60s and not suffer the consequences if you do it now you're going to be suffering the consequences because you, you, you're going to, at some point, you're going to get tired and you're going to want to not do it as much, but you can't afford it because you wasted, two, you wasted two or three decades.
1: Oh my gosh. Yep. We're done. That's it. Done. I mean, it's, it's, it is so simple, right? Just put the time in now. Right.
2: Well, to your you point, to it's it. simple, but it's not yeah. easy because right. there's a lot of us that have gotten into the habit of chilling out, mm-hmm. and so there's going to be, you know, it, it can happen as soon as when we're done watching uh, or listening to this podcast. It's like, okay, yeah, I'm fired up. I'm fired up. I'm fired up. And ten minutes after the podcast is over your habit of chilling kicks in and it's like oh (laughs) it's so true though oh my gosh yeah and it's like well well, what if that's my problem well then pray for a crisis because the only thing that would be powerful enough to change you Mm -hmm. would be a crisis
1: it's true there's so many people that are going to have these light bulb moments today or when this airs because of (laughs) just what you just said seriously i mean think about it you do you get all pumped up when you're hearing something or reading something or whatever it may be but the consistency
2: but you you in a year or two years you will have people come to you and say you know that podcast that you did with michael cole on uh, it was a, it was a, 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 that, that podcast, my experience in the, yeah. my experience, the emotional episodes I had in that podcast were excruciatingly wonderful. Yeah. Because it re, it it, it kind of lit my pants on fire. It's kind of like, oh my God, yeah. like, it, it woke me up to take action. And here I am three months, six months, nine months in. And, and I'm looking back and, and it's just like, thank you for doing that. Because mm-hmm. had you not woke me up, I would still be sleeping Yeah. And, oh, and, my and, and after a while the house is on fire and you're sleeping in a burning house, you know, just, they got to mm-hmm. wake you up. The house is on fire. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Oh God. I pray for those people. I mean, I just pray that that does happen for people if someone does like really have that moment where they're like, okay, today, this is it. I'm done living my life like this. And I'm going
2: to change. And oh, I, I had a, one of my coaches said, Michael, there's two emotions that will move you, inspiration or desperation. But both of those emotions are very, very, very powerful. They motivate you. They, you're motivated because you're inspired or you're motivated because you're desperate. And he says, now, I don't want to wish, if you're not, if you're having a hard time getting or staying inspired, I don't want to wish anything. Bad on you, yeah. But Mm -hmm. my hope is that a wagon comes down your rut because you're, you know, the only did that old saying, the only didn't you know, a rut in a grave is the depth of the hole.
1: Oh my gosh, that's such a good one!
2: (laughs) So, (laughs) yeah, well, when we're in crisis, it's a hell of a way to get motivated, but the, the desperation really motivates us um, so yeah this will be a good conversation for all of my buddies at uh, Lnl
0: awesome talk oh my goodness I loved it so I hope that you guys even just one little piece of this you know bring it back into your everyday routine in the salon and kind of just like Try it out for a little bit, right? If it's working, awesome. Then keep practicing it. And guess what? You're going to not be perfect every single day. It's impossible. So give yourself grace and recognize when you do slip a little bit and you get out of your routine, it's okay. Kind of laugh at yourself. Be like, oh my gosh, I'm doing it again. And just get right back on track. You know, I. I do believe in having someone hold you accountable. Um, You know, for the the past few months, I've had someone do that for me. And it really does help you, especially if you're going to say, I want to make this amount of money or I want to grow my clientele this much. You know, whatever your goal is, have someone that's holding you accountable of it and say it out loud because then you're going to have it come to life and it's going to be for real. And, you know, people are going to really love that about you and encourage you to, to continue to keep going. So, um, you know, if you have a group that you, you know, kind of like connect with in in the salon, I love that idea. Or, you know, company-wide I think I would love to see if you know people can come together in like a you know group text message or something like that so my wheels are certainly turning on this one so I've been kind of thinking ever since we we had this episode and um so I've just been kind of going around and around with some ideas and I just I love the fact that you can encourage one another just to you know keep going because it's true like you're just not gonna be perfect every day and it's so easy to slip back and when you do slip back how how quickly are you going to bounce back into your regular routine that's working for you, right? So again, I love it. I hope that you guys enjoyed it and keep staying connected.